once a patient is diagnosed, you know, their fetus with an anomaly, the clock is really ticking. These patients want information as quickly as we can get it to them. And so we're really able to quickly turn those appointments around and get that information as soon as, as possible. Welcome to 20 Minute Health Talk. I'm your host, Rob Hoyle. Today, we're talking to two nurses dedicated to helping expectant mothers navigate the healthcare system. Known as patient navigators, their unique roles improve communication between patient and clinician, break down barriers to effective care, and provide support throughout the patient journey. Both of our guests today are patient navigators for Northwell's new maternal fetal medicine program, part of the Department of Obstetrics and Gynecology, Jean Woods Ludwig and Bernadette Smith. Welcome to the show. It's great to have you. First off, tell us about the patient navigator role and what that looks like in maternal fetal medicine. So a patient navigator is someone who enters the patient relationship somewhat at a time of crisis. You know, for most patients, when they find out that there is an anomaly or potentially a problem during their pregnancy, it's very unexpected it's a crisis moment for them. So for us, or for for me, um, the role is very unique in that I'm able to help that patient obtain all the information that they possibly can about a particular diagnosis so that they can make decisions about the course of the pregnancy so that they have an understanding of what life is going to be like bringing this baby into the world. Um, you know, how, how is this baby going to be able to function as a newborn in the neonatal intensive care unit, what to expect as a toddler, as a child, and as they grow. Because some of these problems that we identify do um, affect the child lifelong. The patient navigator is essentially the nurse in like every other role, the educator, the support system, the uh, liaison, and um, someone to trust uh, when something's in crisis. And we try to do our best to communicate as much information as we can and get to the patient to the right people that need to uh, be involved in their care during this unexpected uh time. What types of patients will benefit from these services? So we have our patients that are identified with fetal anomalies that we follow. And we also have um, patients that are pregnant with very high risk maternal conditions that require navigation as well. So this could be potentially a patient herself with cardiac disease um, who might've been born with a congenital heart defect that had surgery and now she's pregnant um, and she needs some extra care and monitoring during her pregnancy. So we are also involved in the care of those patients in potentially setting them up for different appointments and also scheduling these um, multidisciplinary meetings where we bring the whole care team together. So we have anesthesia, you know, a cardiology, if it's a cardiology issue, maternal fetal medicine, the patient's obstetrician, the NICU, sort of all of the players that will be involved in that patient's um, care 
so that we develop a plan of care for their pregnancy, for monitoring, for their upcoming labor and delivery. You know, potentially the patient will require ICU care postpartum. Whatever those needs are, we identify them, we put together a plan, and then we communicate that plan to the whole team, including nursing, taking care of the patient on admission. Um, So we make sure that the plan is written, that it's um, communicated to everybody so that we really give the best care that we possibly can. Gene, if you could just tell me what it's like, that first encounter is like for a patient and what they can expect. Uh, So at the first encounter, it's basically just us introducing ourselves, giving the patient our contact information and letting them know what it is that we do and how we can help them. Um, And then from there, we really go by what the doctor orders. So the doctor would be the one to let us know what tests might be needed, perhaps a fetal echocardiogram, a fetal MRI, what subspecialist the patient needs to meet with. And then we go about arranging those consultations. But one of the great things that's happening now is we're getting ready to move into a new center at 1111 Marcus Avenue, which is really a state-of-the-art, gorgeous, new, beautiful place and space for the patients and our staff. And we will be combining, actually, the North Shore and LIJ Maternal Fetal Medicine Divisions under one roof. And one of the awesome things about this center is that For a lot of our patients, it'll be somewhat of a one-stop shop where they'll be able to come. Cardiology is in that space as well. Uh, Pediatric surgery is in that space. So it'll really be terrific for our patients uh, when they're scheduling appointments that they'll be able to do that in one location. Yeah. And why is that so important for, for, for a mom or expecting mom to come in to be able to have all those resources under one roof? Well, cluster of care, I, you know, to have everything in one facility, it, it uh, breaks down time management for the patient, uh, especially if she's having extra appointments. If you're in one location, it certainly makes it uh, more amenable to families and to um, moms not having to go to multiple appointments, um, which is something we do try to do. We do try to cluster their care. Sometimes these type of pregnancies do involve extra appointments. And um, since we're going to have a lot of our resources under one roof, uh, it'll it'll really be nice, uh, and then for us professionally to speak with these um, specialists one on one and be in the same facility with them is is really a bonus for us as a learning team. You know, constantly learning and uh, you know learning from each other is is you know how medicine is and how it works well when we all continue to learn. So this this new center sounds amazing. When when can people start coming? So our opening is going to be on December sixth. Uh, we're very excited. As we mentioned before, really one-stop shop for a lot of the different needs that our patients have. So it'll really be amazing uh, for them. I think it's just another great uh, Northwell initiative. And I think that uh, Long Island is really going to benefit from this program. I think the location too, we're so close to the parkway, Parkway. right? It's easy on, easy off, very easy access for, for people. So, And not just Long Island, Long Island, New York City. Absolutely. Yeah, I would assume a lot of this too is also not only, you know, super helpful for mom and 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 dad, but also probably super helpful for everybody else who's involved in the care because it's like you're kind of coordinating all that. Correct. Absolutely. I think that they really appreciate the heads up, what's going on. 
uh, how much does the patient understand, which subspecialists uh, are involved. Uh, and it just makes us more of a cohesive team so that when the patient does come in, that she really feels that, you know, somebody knows me and is going to take good care of our, our family. Plus two for the providers, you know, years ago before Bernadette and I were doing this, um, this work, it really fell on the physicians to fill in the gaps. Um, and of course, in a very busy schedule, it was very challenging for them to be able to make sure that the patient ended up in all of the right places, getting the care that they needed. And then again, you know, for Bernadette and I, we've made so many connections within the health system that we're really able to turn around these appointments really quickly. You know, once a patient is diagnosed, you know, their fetus with an anomaly, the clock is really ticking. These patients want information as quickly as we can get it to them. And so we're really able to quickly turn those appointments around and get that information as soon as, as possible. How did you come to fill this role as a patient navigator? So I'll start, um, you know, I've been working for the health system for the past 30 years, um, in obstetrics primarily, and, uh, really found myself at a place at a juncture where they were looking for someone for this new role, which sounded so exciting to me. Um, and Dr. Rochelson, who I've worked with for many years, had approached me and said, you know, this is an, an amazing opportunity and I think that you would be such a great match for the role. Um, and I interviewed and fortunately got the position and I've been so happy uh, in the role and doing the role for the past eight years now. Yeah, you mentioned Dr. Burton Rolchelson, Chief of Maternal Fetal Medicine at Northwell Health, who will be leading this new Maternal Fetal Medicine Center opening on December 6th. Dr. Rolchelson was a guest on our show a few weeks ago and talked about the COVID vaccine and pregnancy. And that episode, of course, is now available on all podcast platforms. Jean mentioned her background. Bernadette, what kind of training goes into this role? So my background actually is in neonatal ICU. I started my career uh, with Northwell also 30 plus years ago um, as a NICU nurse at Bedside Nurse. Uh, passion for babies and moms uh, always. Uh, since I'm a little girl, this is all I've ever really wanted to do. Uh, having babies was uh, goals and taking care of others was even uh, a bigger feat for me. Um, training is really experience and uh, learning the field and uh knowing the players and really coordinating care for moms that are expecting babies that could have some challenges in life and uh, making their pregnancy seamless, um, even in times of unexpected occurrences. So Bernadette, how, how unique is this role for you and, and to be involved in this as it's been growing? This is a very unique uh, role, um, and I've been doing this role since 2013, and it's uh, constantly expanding and moving beyond just the scope of uh, fetal medicine. We're very heavy into the maternal medicine, like Jean had uh, spoke to earlier. Um, it's a very unique role, but you have to have a lot of experience, uh, either in OB or NICU. You have to have a lot of um, patience and empathy and listening skills and excellent communication skills is key uh, to making this position work well for both the patient and the team members that are involved uh, in the pregnancy journey. Now, does somebody request a patient navigator or, or is this something that happens automatically? So it's something that happens automatically. So once there's a problem or a potential problem identified, the maternal fetal medicine doctor will reach out to us and say, hey, you know, I need your help. We have a patient 
that need your help. And that's sort of where it begins. Right. And, and clinically as a nurse, that's really an important uh, step in the process because you have to really, you are introduced to the patient, but you have to be able to read the signs of the patient and how much is she willing to accept and how free is she to open up and talk to you about it. You really have to know your boundaries and you have to treat each patient individually because not everybody is ready to talk or not everybody can absorb the information the same amount of time. Everybody is offered the navigator, but you have to be very discreet and relaxed in your approach and not make an already stressful situation more stressful. You have to really know the signs of the patient and how much they're willing to participate uh, and how much they want you involved in their, in their journey. I guess, right, you you must have like almost an intuition of know when to, to back off and when to make sure, hey, are you understanding everything? Is everything good? Yes. Exactly. Yeah. And sometimes, too, you, you take your lead from the patient. You know, some patients will be in touch with you very frequently. Um, you know, you'll hear from them, you know, sometimes in the beginning every day until things sort of settle down and information is obtained. Um, and then some patients not. Some patients like we're reaching out to just sort of checking in and, you know, seeing how things are going and you know, reminding them that we're available should they have a question or, or a need. So. Yeah. I guess it's a much, uh, it, it gives moms peace of mind and you're there when you nav we say navigation, right? Nav you're there to help navigate this whole journey. Correct. Navigation and uh, really being an advocate for them in their pregnancy. Uh, nobody expects to hear, you know, Something might be wrong. Something could be wrong. It's um, a scary moment and um, we're there to really step in and try to, you know, read the signs of the patient and, and see what they need and how we can help them and really become their one-on-one -on -one nav navigator throughout the uh, entire time of the pregnancy and right up through admission to labor and delivery and sometimes right through even in the NICU. Yeah. What are some of the things that you're able to to help and what are some of the things that 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 patients really are helped with that they really take away that, that gives them that, that sense of, of comfort. Making appointments for sure. Anybody that has uh, been diagnosed to uh, their baby diagnosed with a fetal anomaly or a challenge that they'll be expecting, we hook them up with the health system, all the subspecialist uh, surgeons in the health system, uh, cleft palate team, uh, genetics, anything that's a subspecialist that will help uh, educate the patient and understand the process of what's going on during their pregnancy is really key for them. Uh, leaving our office can be overwhelming and saying, what did I just hear? We call them, we sit with them, we talk with them, and we make those appointments for them with a subspecialist so that they're not scattering around, looking, trying to find phone numbers. We just tell them where to go, who, you know, and what time to be there. And it, it takes a lot of uh, stress out of an already stressful situation. So many times when you leave a doctor's office, especially when it's complicated information and it's highly charged and they're very upset, sometimes they forget some of the takeaway. And one of the things that Bernadette and I can do is sort of connect uh, the patient back to the provider if there's a question that comes up after they've left the office. Um, and again, it's so rewarding at the end for the patients and for us, um, you know, just having gone through that experience and, and really, you know, feeling good about the care that they received. What's an example of a resource a patient might not be aware of that a patient navigator is able to connect them with? So one of the great um, 
uh, resources that we have here at Northwell is the Zucker Hillside Perinatal Program for Mental Health Services. We often find that we have to refer our patients uh, to mental health facilities uh, during this stressful time, and Zucker Hillside has a great perinatal program that we've been uh, able to refer quite a few people in our program to for extra support during this uh, pregnancy and journey that they're having um, with us. Uh, another small, uh, lac the lactation um, department is really somebody I've been able to connect with on a couple of levels throughout the last couple of years, especially um, breastfeeding and pregnancy has been a big initiative inside the hospital. And um, sometimes moms are, have a lot of questions and we refer them even prior to their delivery about um, the, to the lactation team and what to expect, especially if you're going to have a baby in the NICU and the baby may not feed right away. Moms are concerned about storage of milk and collection of milk. So we do have this great resource inside the hospital, a whole team of lactation specialists that we've been able to reach out to them and uh, meet with the patient even prenatally for some of those questions. I would almost feel like what you're doing is you're also like customizing the care for each individual because each individual mom is different. And I guess when you are able to streamline that care and communication process, that's got to be huge. Yeah. Plan of care and nursing is, is definitely uh, a core um, function in this job. And each plan is individualized to the patient and her needs and her baby's needs. And of course, then her extended family as well. You know, we do try to bring in her support system as well. So plan of care is uh, essential to being set up and, and followed directly. Yeah. How rewarding is that for you to be able to be there for these moms, these expecting moms, and to be able to help, you know, navigate this, this, this journey? It really is. I mean, it's my pleasure. And, and I feel very honored to sort of be a part of their family and patients are so appreciative of it. And it really makes me feel good at the end you know, to know that I've helped somebody through this. This is a very exciting job. It really is. It is never the same day ever, twice in a row. Every day is something new, something to learn, new families, diversity. It's everything. It really is a pleasure and an honor to be part of this health system and to be able to provide our patients with resources that they need. How about the health system taking such a, a proactive role in this and continuing to support it and to grow it? We're very fortunate that uh, the you know the health system allows this uh, position to keep continually growing. Um, you know we've been very fortunate with resources that we've been given and um, autonomy and just um, support from 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 everybody. It's really been. It's been a pleasure. It really has been. It's been a long eight years of uh, learning it and uh, growing it, but we're, we are very hopeful that this program is uh, important to the people of Long Island and beyond. We love to end on a positive note here on 20 Minute Health Talk. So what gives you, and I'll start with uh, Jean and I'll go to you, Bernadette, but what gives you hope? What gives you optimism going forward? So I think for our patients to be part of this health system that has an amazing resource continually of healthcare providers um, that really want the best for them, it, you know, it's such a privilege. It really is a privilege um, to do that for somebody. And what gives you hope and optimism? What gives me hope is providing care to patients and moms specific specifically 
that are really wanting their baby and really a challenging situation can actually have some good outcomes and to help them and to see them and through their pregnancy and be their advocate. Hope lives here. It's awesome. All right. Well, Jean, Bernadette, thank you so much for joining us on 20 Minute Health Talk. And for you, the listener, thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Rob Hoyle. Have a great day and stay safe. Get more expert insight from some of the leading voices in healthcare today. Subscribe to 20 Minute Health Talk on Podbean, Pandora, Spotify, iTunes, and wherever you get your podcasts.